This week's episode of What's in the Box Office is presented by Early Bird. Early Bird is the simplest way for parents, family, and friends to collectively invest in a child's financial future, starting at the earliest age. Early Bird's mobile app empowers parents and families to start saving for their child's financial future in a matter of minutes, while activating a child's broader community to gift contributions on birthdays, holidays, or any occasion. I uh, got into financial literacy at a relatively young age. They taught us to balance our checkbooks in middle school. And I was very proud to know how to do that. I thought I was going to be good at it. You told everybody that week. Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even know you in middle school yet, but I sought you out because it was big news. Unfortunately, by the time I got a checking account, balancing checkbooks was, went the way of the dodo. But still, I felt very proud as a young child to be in charge of my potential future investments. We're teaming up with Early Bird to give our listeners a free $15 investment to gift to, gift to a child you love. Simply go to partners.getearlybird.io slash podcast or the link in our show notes, download the app, and create an account today. It's just that easy, guys. Early Bird. Build the nest and invest in the children you love. This weekend at the box office, hitmen, their wives, and their bodyguards were all apparently busy this weekend as another new film opened to less than stellar results and holdovers continued to be the story of our post-pandemic theatrical environment. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this, the 157th episode of What's in the Box Office. Hello everyone and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I'm your host Brian. I'm your host Noah and that is uh, that is pretty big news because as I understand it, hitmen, wives, and bodyguards are three of the four quadrants. Uh, you know, I know we came into this with uh, with me sort of as the novice yeah. and you as the big box office expert. Mm-hmm. Uh so it, it feels good to be able to throw around jargon like that and just really nail it. Be exactly that. right. More the husky box office. Mm. Um, but, you know, uh, what have we always said? Serve underserved demographics, and then more than often than not, they show up. You know, how many movies are for bodyguards or for wives? Well, you know? I, can, I, can, I can think of uh, The Bodyguard, for instance. The first wives club. That's exactly the one I was going to use. What's it? Yes. Can we think of another one? Yeah, the Stepford Wives. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I didn't even have that until I said it. Can I think of other wives? No, and I won't try right now. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, Hitman. Yeah. Hitman. Sure. For, with uh, Tim, Timothy Oliphant and Rupert Friend. <laughs> Enough um, examples. Yes. Noah, give us a, uh, a top five. All right, our top five colors in this room. That's what you were looking for. <laughs> <my intro. laughs> this is our second color theme. I know, I know it is. Uh, but this one's off the cuff. That's true. Uh, You're in my bedroom. Number Go five, ahead. we're starting with white. Nice and neutral, but not uh, yeah. not going to be anyone's favorite. Uh, then we'll go with a nice dark red, sort of a maroon. Uh, the, 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 on, that, that shirt? Yes, I do. Gotcha. I... Uh, then uh, I'm going to give uh, the pillowcases blue. Dark. Okay, we're sticking uh, to dark. Two dark colors in a row. Yeah, and then we're going to brights, and uh, you're going to object, but it's my list. Number two, orange. 
Love, but that's a great blanket. And it I is. Appreciate it. And number one, yellow. How great are these bed sheets? These bed they're sheets so rule. Right. They're great. And they're Love almost tie dye. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see the bed sheets. Yes. Link below. <laughs> Just hit the subscribe button on your screen. Uh, but I suppose perhaps you meant the top five for the box office. This week I did. I. Uh, so we started at number one with the opening of The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, which opened to $11.6 million. A Quiet Place Part 2 came in at number two with $9.4 million. That was a 21.7% drop. Very impressive. That is a total of 125.2. Peter Rabbit 2, The Runaway, came in at number three with 6.1. It was a 39.6% drop. Also good. Bringing that up to 203 Number four was The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, with 5.1 million, a 50.2% drop, very regular. That brings that up to $53.6 million. And Cruella stayed at number five with 5.1 million, a 24.3% drop, bringing that up to 64.7. Our feature presentation, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, or just Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, depending on. There's Who some you confusion ask? on the matter, and I don't know why. Um, opened to it opened on Wednesday, I think, or maybe even Tuesday. What day was uh, the sixteenth? Wednesday. Yeah, so it opened on Wednesday, uh, presumably to just make as much money as it could before Fast Nine came out. Uh, it made eleven point six from Friday to Sunday, and then seventeen total. This is, of course, the sequel to just The Hitman's Bodyguard, a, uh, a surprise hit at the box office, which came out in August of 2017. Opened at number one at the time with $21 million, uh, and then stayed at number one. I don't know if you remember this. This was the first year we were doing this, I believe. Maybe not. Yeah, no, uh, no, it wasn't. Infinity War was. State at number yep. one, Noah, yep. for one, two, three, three weekends at the box ah, office. Stayed ah, at ah. number one. Um, and then eventually legged out that $21 million to a 75 domestic total and a 176. It had funny uh, trailers spoofing the idea. You know, it re- they recreated the bodyguard poster sure. of uh, Kevin Costner carrying Whitney Houston in the rain. They had the song playing in the trailer, the I Will Always Love You song. Um, and it got okay reviews, but people seemed to really enjoy it. Hence this sequel, which was supposed to come out last summer, obviously. This is a holdover from uh, the, the pandemic. And yeah, I think this was just one of those things that maybe it was too late. You know, it's four years at this point. Yeah. You know, when you get those kind of smash, the, when you get those kind of not necessarily smash hits, but solid hits. Yeah. And you wait too long, the interest wanes. The novelty of the, the thing uh, wears off a little bit. Yeah, if you have a quiet place, which makes so much money, you can wait a little longer if you want to. Yeah, I think there's uh, there's definitely a momentum at play here yeah. that the hitman's wife's bodyguard really just kind of lost. I also think that the title isn't as clever as they think it is. You know, like, the hitman's bodyguard is funny because why would he need a bodyguard? Right. Here they're adding the added value element of Selma Hayek, who... I mean, for all his purposes, is added value. She's terrific. She's wonderful. But box office-wise, I'm not so sure. And then... <laughs> I don't know if anybody heard that. It's quite the buzz. It's the, the disposal. Ah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, 
I don't know if she's a big box office sell and an added value element, and also just Hitman's wife's bodyguard. It's funny because it's three things with the apostrophe S, right. but I don't know how much that plays into it's a gimmick. The also, Hitman's wife is somebody that would need a bodyguard. Right. It's just it's just a, a thing. Also, the film uh, got poor reviews, and it also had Antonio Banderas and Morgan Freeman in it, which I don't think was ever Is that true? Yes. Which is odd because at least Morgan Freeman is like known to be like a very strong piece in an action film, a la Red or Wanted. Sure. So uh, strange that I, d- I doubt he's in it much. I think that's the issue. Yeah. But uh, but still, uh, they had a few trailers that showed his name, but um, but not too much. So you come with this, you know, and the fact that the box office hasn't completely come back to normal. Uh, this is what is going to happen, and I, I there's a part of me that says that even if this did open. In August of 2020, amidst a normal summer season, this still might be what we were looking at for an opening. Maybe. Who's to say? We'll never know. But uh, I doubt we'll be getting the hitman's wife's... New husband's bodyguard. The hitman's wife's lawyer's bodyguard. Mm. Because they're getting a divorce. Yes. And uh, the hitman's trying to kill him. And the bodyguard, Ryan Reynolds, is like, you can't just kill a human. I have to protect this guy. And so then it's them. I'm a bodyguard by trade. Right. So yeah. there you go. There we go. Uh, we'll write it for you for cheap. The film also costs, the original cost $30 million, by the way. Sure. Well done. Um, this cost between 50 and 70 And if you kept it at 50 I still think that's too much teetering on, okay, if you're hoping for overseas. But yeah. I don't know. 70 is outrageous. <laughs> Well, that's how much it made here domestically. I mean, even when you discount the fact that Antonio Banderas does demand $30 million to be in a movie. He's so expensive. That's uh, why you don't see him as often in movies. <laughs> Only SpongeBob's willing to show that yeah. kind of money out. Well, SpongeBob's got it. SpongeBob's got it. SpongeBob's <laughs> got it, and SpongeBob can get it. <laughs> that Nickelodeon money. He's got, mm, not going to say that. Moving on. I wouldn't. <laughs> try, to, try to remind me later. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> Um, nothing else really opened this weekend. I don't really want to mention the Sparks Brothers because it didn't make a huge amount of money, but you should probably go see that. It's supposed to be good. Uh, and then Luca opened in New York and L.A. Oh, it, it did. Couldn't be both. I think maybe just L.A., but I okay. think it was both. In the theaters, Disney owns the El Capitan in uh, Los Angeles, Disney owns. So I think it opened there. And it had, if I, I don't have the stat in front of me, so forgive me, but I think Scott Mendelson tweeted it had the biggest um, per theater average in like a year and a half. Okay. You know, sure. It makes sense. So there's that, but Disney couldn't be bothered with keeping a Pixar film in theaters, which is just really. I think Pixar should give them a call and be like, "Don't ever fucking do that again." Are yeah. you out of your mind? We're we're we got a seat at the table here, and are you out of your? We're the only like animation studio that can keep doing this. Are yeah. You crazy. Remember, remember how fucking we kept Trolls World float. Tour was a big deal. Pixar uh, partially kept them afloat while they were trying to recreate Pirates of the Caribbean for 10 years and kept yeah, failing. Yeah. Um, anyway, in its second weekend, I guess we'll start with Peter Rabbit 2 as it's much higher on the list. Uh, made $6 million, down 40% basically. 20 total here. I mean, obviously not what they would have wanted. Sure. From uh, the Peter Rabbit sequel, and I'm just going to look up what the first one made because I believe it was over 100, but I want to see how much over uh it made 115 you know and so this making 20 is again it's it's a whiff i agree it made 315 worldwide it was a huge hit that movie yeah um this is coming up to 100 million worldwide and so i think that in our current times uh that's fine we're in a weird period where 
sequels to original animated fare that did well are not doing well. So, like, tr- you know, Trolls is the exception, whatever. Yeah. But um, uh, uh, Angry Birds 2, Smurfs 2, you know, these movies that are like, oh, wow, that did really well. There's a market for this. And then they come up with a sequel, and it just doesn't do anything. So we're kind of in that camp. The UK seemed to like it enough. So um, there's that. And that drop is pretty small. Uh, so if it keeps going like that, I don't know. We could get to, uh, 35, which is not great, but it's, you know, it's, it's not. better than 20. It's better than, more than what the Hitman's Bodyguard will probably make. Um, also in its second weekend, In the Heights... At number six on the list, dropped 63%, four million dollars this weekend, uh, just under 20 million worldwide. So now we can officially say, definitely nobody wanted to see this movie. Yeah, holy shit! With this, <laughs> this isn't that is a, that that would be an enormous drop if this movie opened to what people thought it the height, no pun intended, of what yeah. people thought it would, like 60 million. If it dropped 63, after that, people are like, oh my god, it's a disaster. This is horrible yes uh i believe last week i made a comment to the effect of uh, at least by opening so low yeah. there's no way it could have some colossal drop and then it fell out of the top five holy shit man yeah, yeah. no no redeeming uh numbers here and with honestly with numbers this small i can't imagine the Dis- hbo max numbers are any bigger you know what I mean? Yeah, this this is this is what I was saying. Like, a, like, there's there's no way that like thirty million dollars worth of people uh, have watched this on uh-huh. HBO Max instead of in theaters. It's this is just a fucking it's just a huge mess. colossal it's disaster. Just a huge, huge miss. Um, and just for I guess rubbing salt in the wound, which I don't want to do because I like the movie more than this other one. But uh, total gross for cats twenty seven million domestic. <laughs> so we'll see if we can get there. I, I which, don't know. Well, I mean, I'm certain it if, won't. <laughs> which, if you had told me, even like a year and a half, even after Cats opened, yeah, and you were like, "The In the Heights is coming out next summer." Uh, what do you think? I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? It'll make twenty seven million in a day. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, just wild. Um, but we don't want to harp too harshly uh quiet place part two this is very look at that that's yeah, very exciting that's, that's, nine million two point one sorry 21.7 percent drop 125 just like the last one i mean granted this one opened big and then was starting to drop yeah we're leveling out and we're getting legs like the first movie had i'm actually looking up the the weekend what weekend number is this you're looking at the thing uh this is week four for a quiet place part two weekend four for quiet place part two it made 11 million dollars the first one Wow. We're not that far that, behind. And that, it dropped 47%. That's basically the same. Uh, and at that point, it had 148. It had more money. But still, these this is nice legs. And this, this to me, shows the relatively the relative stability of the box office right now. Uh-huh. Is that like, it's not like people went to see A Quiet Place and then stopped going to the movies. Right. People are going. It's just more people went to that. But now people are just smaller number, steadily seeing these movies. Yeah. So that's a great and hold. It should get to over 150, uh, which is very. I mean, the last one was 180, so a standard sequel drop. But I'm really happy with that. I think that's great. Sure. Uh, I also want to point out Cruella, 24% drop. Noah, five million, 64. 
Uh, granted, the budget was huge on this, but we're looking at about 160 worldwide, and this this is going to get to over 70, maybe 75, close to 80, possibly. Should we be looking day. forward to Tuella? They already announced the sequel development a few weeks ago. Okay. With the same writer and director. Um, but this, that was after opening weekend. Um, people were like, I don't know. You know, it opened okay numbers, but but clearly they like the Disney Plus numbers, and also just, it clearly people like the movie. And sure. So... I'm very encouraged to see these holds uh, in the marketplace for movies people seem to enjoy. That means people are going to see movies again and again. Last spotlight, Godzilla vs. Kong finally did it. It did it. It happened. $100 million domestic. It happened. It took them uh, uh, 12 weeks, but the, the movie that really brought the box office, gave the beating heart back to the box office, finally cracked $100 million. Very, very exciting. Congratulations to that. Uh, 442 domestic. So, I'm sorry, worldwide. So um, that's, uh, that's, that's good news. So next bag this week. Next week, I mean, yeah. just a big fat question mark. Next week, uh, I did look at some, uh, the IMAX on uh, Western. Okay. Uh, uh, for the 7 o'clock, pretty full. Is it? So, okay. For Thursday. So All right. Hoping, um, but next week's a big test, so we'll see what happens with the F9, uh, the Fast Saga. All right. Uh, while we wait for that, let's play a game. What do you think? Sorry, sure. I was stalling while uh, my tabs were lagging. It's time to play everyone's favorite game. Uh-huh. Did it, it make, make more, more or less, less than, than open water? water? We all know how to play I Name a Movie. You tell me whether it made more or less than open water at the box office. For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came out. Are you ready to play? Yeah. All right, your first movie. And I have made this, I think at least, a little harder in response to a a number of good performances in a row. Your first film is Killer Elite. Do you remember the film Killer Elite? Yes, Jason Satham. Clive Owen? Robert De Niro? I believe that sounds right. Let's double check on the good old Killer Elite. I'm going to also say less. I think Killer Elite made less. It did. Yeah. Good guess. Now for the year that Killer Elite came out. I'm going to say 2014. All right. In fact, the year was 2011. Oh, boy. That's a uh, pretty big miss. Was I right on the three people, though? Was yes, that the yeah, Clive Owen is gotcha, there. Gotcha, gotcha, uh, gotcha. You also get Dominic Purcell, Ivan Strahovski, oh, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, yeah, I'm just... I'm I just, just picture that, that fucking yellow poster, and they're all wearing sunglasses. Just pointing out names. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, one point there. Okay. Uh, your first loss is still on the table. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Number I love two, that you're my partner in this is rooting for me to fail so hard. Well, it's it's sort of like you're competing against like me the game. Okay. Uh, so I'm game. more rooting for my game to win. Uh, movie number two is the Duff. It's all the, the biography like of the Duff. Duff Goldman. Biography of Duff Man. Uh, <laughs> I like I like the Duff. I'm gonna the Duff was solid hit more. Uh, the Duff did make more. Correct. 2015. Also correct. Uh, and just like that, you More have achieved... More starring roles for... What's her name? May Whitman. <laughs> I got it. 
there. More starring roles for somebody. You wonder why? It's because immediately went to maybe. Cause oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm okay. watching Arrested Development, and she's in Arrested Development. Yeah. Yeah, Plus that other show you like, Search Party. Search Party's terrific, yeah. Yes. Uh, our final film, License to Wed. More. Less. Really? Came out the gate with Are you a sure? confident more. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm double-checking now License because to wed, you I seem saw sure. it in theaters, uh, License to Wed. That uh, came out in 2007. That did come out in 2007. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, I can look it up now. That, uh, how on earth is it, in fact, more? How could that be? <laughs> I, I demand like, to know how it could I'm be. I'm pretty sure. I had I was going by the whole fucking thing. I'm just looking up how much it made, not the the other the movie that we're doing. Yeah, well, it made yeah, it made forty three point seven. Yeah, I uh, remember at the time hoping it did well for some reason, uh, maybe because I like Krasinski because the officers you yeah. know, at the time, and uh, and then it opened to ten and then it made forty and I was like, oh, that's a little bit of legs. Yeah. So. What did, what did we say? Uh, Two thousand seven. That is. Where on earth? What number did you think it opened, or what number, what did you think it made? Uh, I don't know. I didn't take down uh, oh, okay. you just, yeah. the number. I just saw... Uh, I don't know. It came out in July, too, so it wasn't even like that weird... You know, they did the in-year thing. Yeah. I I have no idea what happened there. That was just a... That's another uh, six-pointer for... Or five-pointer for Brian. That is another five-pointer in fucking Ooh, hard geez. mode there. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, look forward to having to guess about the November Man again <laughs> next week. Not making it right this time. Uh, maybe. Uh, until then, uh, let's do Come and Gone from a theater near you. Brian, you ready to go back in time? Yes. Another tough one, a little farther back than we usually go. Uh, but you were pretty aware of the world in 2005. Sure, 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 sure. Big, big... Summer, you know, that was a year that notoriously was thought of as being a bad year. Movies didn't make a whole lot of money. Uh, quality seemed to be down. Yeah, The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D came out. Sure. Taylor Lautner. He was Shark Boy. Oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Years later. So, uh, what? Uh, we've got three films that opened this weekend. Uh, none of them at number one. What is the what is the date that it opened? Uh, we are looking at June twenty fourth. They all for sure open on June twenty fourth. Uh, okay, was any Wednesday? No, it looks like uh, it looks like one of them. Uh, one of them did have a Wednesday, because it has. Uh, yes, yeah. One of them. One of them did open on Wednesday, June twenty second. Oh, two thousand and five. Yes. I know so many movies that came out. That year, that summer, and okay. I, I, this is, uh, I'm thinking of the, the spot we're in, Yeah. and I it's just like a big gap. Like, I, I have, like, in my head, Wally. Is Wally on there? Uh, Wally has yet to come out, it looks like. Oh, okay. Uh, might not even be Wally. Call, did, Pixar, Pixar, no, Wally was 2008. Pixar may have taken a break in 2005. 2004 was incredible, 2006 was Cars. Okay. Do you have a Pixar movie on your list? No. Okay, great. <laughs> the Longest Yard, Madagascar, all in May. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars Episode Three. Yeah, May. yeah. Uh, what was the opener? Oh, 
That is a very famous summer because it didn't have a traditional summer opener. Interesting. It was like Kingdom of Heaven. Okay. Right? That, uh... Well, that's not still on the Monster list. Monster in Law. Sure. May. What was going to come out later that summer? Well, no, it was going to be the one-two punch. There it is. Kingdom of Heaven. One-two one, punch, punch of two movies that each made over $200 million. Huge hits. Came out in the same weekend. Uh-huh. Charlie Chocolate Factory, The Wedding... Wedding Crashers. <laughs> License to wed. The Wedding Crashers. Oh, uh, Wedding Crashers. <laughs> okay. Both came out in July. Yeah. Day. Wedding Crashers made a lot of money. I, so, hold on. Me and I, was gonna, I was just going to say, though, I'm hearing a lot of movies that didn't open on June 24th oh, or 22nd in 2005. Wow. I'm also, I'm also not hearing the movie that's at number one this week. Was it not one that opened? It was a holdover? Correct. One Number one was a holdover. Wow. A big one, too. Was it a big one? Yeah. Mr. Real? and Mrs. Smith. No. That was number th- uh, three. And had opened two weeks prior. Oh, War of the Worlds. No. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. I would never kid you. War of the... War of the Worlds. Click the next weekend. Uh, next weekend would be War of the Worlds. That's when we moved here. Wow. Wow. Because we saw that that weekend that we moved. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. that's how I landmark my uh, events in my life. Sure. Um, anyway, okay, great. Uh, I'm trying to think of who was big back then. It wasn't Farrell. It wasn't Carrie. It wasn't Sandler. Uh, what was my birthday movie even in 2005? My holder was probably my birthday movie. Perhaps. Uh, right. I'll, I'll tell Give you. I'll tell. Clue. I'll tell you. Okay. Here's your first clue. Uh, that thing you just said about you're going over the people and you're like it wasn't any of these people. Yeah. Wrong. Dead wrong. It wasn't Carrie. Jim Carrey. No, <laughs> nor was it Carrie Mulligan. <laughs> was it? It wasn't Sandler. He had the longest yard already. There's no right. Sandler's doing too. Will Ferrell? Be, 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 if that's all the case. Will Ferrell had kicking and screaming in May. He okay. had another well, this is bewitched. June. Yeah, there it is. I just want to hear something so stupid. I just watched the ending of Kicking and Screaming. Okay. In between basketball games, like you know, commercials like go back. Sure. It was actually halftime. I finished it, and uh, uh, I remember thinking this was the year after Anchorman, and it was like King Screen was May, and the Bewitched was June, and they basically almost railroaded his career. Nobody liked Bewitched. Yeah. Uh, it opened decently. I think it opened to like I'll say twenty four. Uh, twenty point one. Okay. So a little, right. yeah, a little lower than that. Was that the that. Wednesday or no? Uh, no, that was the that was a Friday. Oh fuck you, Batman Begins. Yes. That was my birthday movie. Okay. <laughs> I knew that once I got one of them, it would all roll off. Yeah, yeah Ben begins opened uh, not huge. Uh, if one of them, one of them is fifty. I don't know if that's the five day. That's the one that opened on a Wednesday. Batman Begins did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. It looks like. Uh, yeah, that did open on a Wednesday. So it was forty-eight point seven on the weekend, seventy-two point eight for the five day. Yeah. Uh, At the time, people were like, "Well, that's not huge for a Batman movie." <laughs> Little did they know. Uh, so you got that. You got Bewitched. You got uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith in his third weekend at number three. What was the whole, four so I haven't gotten the holdover yet. 
Well, you're not guessing the holdover. The holdover was Batman Begins. Oh, okay, that was my birthday. You're movie. looking. You're looking for four and five here. Oh, fuck me. Uh, uh, hmm. Just give me a clue. Okay. Let's get this. Uh, look for another uh, another star uh, who was very isolated to her time period. Uh, it's a family film. Raise your voice. No. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay. Is it Hillary Dove? No. So Lindsay Lohan. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a perennial companion. Herbie the Love Bug. Herbie Fully Loaded. There it is. Yeah. Yes, Herbie Fully Loaded. I saw that in theaters. Is the name of the movie. I did not. Opened pretty decently. I'm going to say 20. Uh, Herbie Fully Loaded opened at number four. With? To, uh, well... This was the five, the one that opened Wednesday. Oh, I see. So uh, the weekend it got twelve point seven. Uh, for the five day it was seventeen point seven. Click on it. What did it make total? Total. What did it make total? Sixty six. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good for a Herbie fucking movie. Sure. Especially Lindsay Lohan, who at the time was being sexualized after Mean Girls and shit, right? Yeah. And then she makes a kids movie, which is like the opposite of the demographic that is putting her on. You know, Maxim and shit like that, and really oogling her uh, right. grossly. So it was, you know, that's a that's a, a interesting choice. Um, what's the other one? The skeleton key. I uh, no, but you are looking for horror. horror. Uh, a uh, no, a horror sequel. In shit. fact, to a long running well, I didn't see horror it. franchise. Did I see it? I I don't know at the time, but I believe you have seen it. It's a sequel to a long-running horror... No, it's not Halloween. Not Friday the 13th. Not Nightmare. Not The Omen. Not Child's Play. And this is a direct... This is like a continuation? Yes. It's not like a sequel to the reboot they did? Correct. It's just... It's all all part of a continuing... Wow. uh, Wow, wow, wow. Legacy of films. What were you going to say? But... Uh... I was just going to say, it's none of those things, but it is is—it is very important to the, not this movie, but the series, particularly the first couple of movies. Very important to the genre. Not Scream. Uh, it's not... Go back farther. I did the 80s ones. Not Poltergeist. Go back farther. It's not What? <laughs> 70s? What was it? What horror franchise in the 70s that tried to continue in the 2000s? <laughs> in fact, it's going to be just a little bit farther. The 60s? Yes. The first one came out in 1968. How many of them? One what of the, number was this? Like This like, was number four of six, it appears. Four uh, from the 60s. When was the... No. One, Number one was in the 60s. And then four was in 2005. Correct. When did number three come out? Number three came out in, let's see, uh, 85. The Exorcist. No. no. 85? 85. It went from 80. So 20 years later, yes. they did a, the fourth movie. Yes. You'll have to give me a clue. Okay. The first film. Uh, Psycho. Which, no. No. Uh, one of, I don't know, it just seems like one of the most important horror movies uh, that we have. Uh, truly an iconic director of the genre. 
You think of the genre this movie is in. Hitchcock. This guy is the absolute Carpenter. king. I, on that Raven. on that level. You're missing a big genre. We recently saw quite the homage to this man and his genre in the movie theater. Alien. No. We saw this in, in the movie theater. We saw the homage, the uh, the huge well, okay, so the blinking om- reference to this guy. In A Quiet Place? No. In Spiral? No. Was it in a horror movie we saw recently? A horror action. More action. Raiders? No. You're missing a big one. That we saw in a theater. We did. In a movie theater. Came out this year. Nobody. No. Top Gun. No. You're missing. In the Heights. You're missing. You listed all of them but the answer. No, you're lying. I'll go in order. We saw Top Gun. Uh Uh-huh. We saw Spiral. Okay. We saw Nobody. You got it. <laughs> I'm not commenting on the order, but we, all we've seen I all these so things. No, the I, I don't know about the order. Oh I'm just, God. I'm just saying we've seen all these a things. Quiet place, Cruella. Yeah. Uh, in the Heights. We saw it in an unusual theater. If that helps, theater we don't normally go to. Oh my God! Land of the Dead. Yeah, you got Land of the Dead. Uh. <sighs> Listed every movie but Army of the Dead it's from visionary director Zack Snyder. Why. Of course it's a real movie. It's not on the charts. I don't read it every week. <laughs> I don't pay attention. You saw it. it with your eyes. I don't care. I always forget about it because it's like, oh, that was just a special engagement they put on the thing. Sure. Know? Like the Top Gun, but that was the first like one. Like Top Gun right? and Raiders? Well, Raiders was cool. Top Gun was the first. That was what I wanted to. All right. Land of the uh, Dead. Yes, Land I, have of the, seen, I have seen Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead came out. Is that the one where they speak? I don't know if he speaks. He picks up a gun and learns how to use it and then becomes like the king of the zombies. Like Got he's it. able to control them. Um, bombed. Open to uh, eight. Ten. I was gonna say ten too. Shit. Mm, Should have said bombed, ten. Though. Yeah. People were expecting big things for Land of the Dead? No, but, you know, something. Yeah, yeah. 10's not good. 2005, 10's not good. Yeah, sure. Would have been great in 1968. <laughs> Alright. Um, we have an early reaction this week. Alright, love it. We've seen the teaser for this movie about 90 times in theaters, and it's oh, no. relatively oh, new. Oh, no. Do we have to? <laughs> The full trailer was released today. Noah just figured out what I'm talking about. What could it be, Noah? I want the full title. Fucking G.I. Joe shit. The stupid man. (laughs) I don't know. Snake eyes. Snake eyes, colon, G.I. Joe origins. Uh, I like my title better. We're going to watch the full trailer. Noah will give his instant reaction and his box office prediction for its opening weekend. So we're going to have to cut the mics. Uh, and I hope it doesn't sound weird. It probably won't, because as always, it'll be seamless. Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins, directed by Robert Zwentke, director of Flight Plan, The Time Traveler's Wife, and then Red, R.I.P.D., The Divergent Series Insurgent, and The Divergent Series Allegiant, starring Henry Goulding. Goulding? Golding? Probably Golding. Golding, yeah, you're right. I wasn't even looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Smart weaving, and I was right. Uh, Iko uh, Uwais from uh, The Raid. Uh, Good for him. This is my first time seeing it as well. Yeah. 
So, what did you think? I feel like a perfect stranger just walked up to me. Uh, but someone that I still, like, I can't just blow off, I have to interact with. They walked up to me and they're like, man, I gotta show you the coolest fucking thing. Like, I've been I've been working on this for a year. Uh, and just, like, just come over here and you gotta look at this. It's it's amazing. You're gonna love it. Uh, so I'm thinking I'm, at, I'm, like, at a party and it's, like, a friend of a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. They're, like, it's their house. And they take they take me into this room and they just show me some complete stupid bullshit. Like I don't like a, a, a painting of a sun on the wall. Uh, Such bullshit. And, and it's just, I don't even know what it could be that would be as fucking stupid as this. Right. But I, and they're just like, look at how amazing this. Is. Everyone's gonna love this. It's so cool. And I just have to stand there and be like, I don't know how to tell you that it's not cool. I'm embarrassed for you <laughs> and for myself. I because I could have been caught looking at this. You know, it's not even that like the movie to me looks just flat out awful. Parts uh-huh. of it do- does. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's more of just like, why would anyone <laughs> think this will work? Why would anyone after two fairly successful in a way GI Joe movies? You even had the Rock in the second one, if you recall. Yes, I do okay. recall that. Even after those, just taking Snake Eyes and going, people know him and people want to know him, uh-huh. and then tacking on Origins, which has never worked for any franchise title. It's, it's objectively the worst one. Literally, it's, Wolverine X-Men Origins gets made fun of. It does. You're uh, calling this G.I. Joe Origins. Like, no one, that's not a character people care about. People don't know the characters of G.I. Joe's beyond the fan base, and the fan base is not strong enough to sustain this property. This is the one of the biggest, like, just blanket missteps that you could see coming a mile away that I've seen in a while. This is going to horribly bomb. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you know who or what Snake Eyes is? No. Even even on a basic broad level, no. Do you see Snake Eyes Origins and go, oh, they're making an Origins of Snake Eyes, a character I've heard of ever? No, not really. I think I know he's GI Joe, but that's about it. I don't, I don't. I like. I I have no idea. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even know that he wasn't Cobra. He seems like he should be Cobra. Seems like I don't know the difference. Slick and bad. Well, Cobra's bad. They're the villains, and GI Joe is good. They're the heroes. Sure. I. Uh, but then in the trailer when they're like, oh, Cobra's coming, I'm like, oh, I guess he's on the side of G.I. Joe. Or maybe he's like sort of like someone that pretends to be a neutral party but is always a hero and like shows up to help but won't join because he's too cool. This is... I have no idea. The... Just, you know, and I it could do fine overseas, but I can't see sure. this succeeding. Critically, among fans, or breaking big among the general population who don't yeah. know what this is. Like, I've, why not just back $120 million behind Henry Goulding as a guy who knows how to fight who becomes like a ninja? Like, fine, make sure. that movie. Why, it doesn't, adding Snake Eyes not only doesn't help you, it deters you. Because people are going to go, oh, I don't really know Snake Eyes, I don't care about him, why would I care about this movie? Or, uh, speaking of uh, things Henry Goulding can do and do well... Take $120 million and make four sequels to A Simple Favor. <laughs> four sure. of them. $30 million a pop. Perfectly doable. Uh, and they'll all be great. I just... <laughs> wild. Uh, it's a better trailer than that teaser, but... I, 
I don't even think it is. I think it... What's it opening to? No, it's being oh, released God. theatrically I'm... only, yeah. I believe, uh, July 23rd. 2021 i really i've already got it at a pretty low number and i don't i'm i want to go lower but i don't want to just like totally hate predict so i'm going to stick with my already low number and say eight okay uh that that is the recorded guess uh but just for posterity i do want to say that i wanted to go down to five sure but eight is the number that it will open to if it's lucky Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All right. Uh, recommend a movie for the folks. All right. This one's like kind of a bit, but not kind really. <laughs> not really a bit. Uh, when you and I went back to the theaters for the first time yes. in uh, however long it was. Uh, the, um, 14 months. Yeah, sure. We saw a film called Top Gun. Gun. Uh, pew, pew. excelled as a theatrical experience Top Gun. Uh, we also saw a bunch of trailers Sorry. some that we'd seen before uh we'd seen some of those trailers before and some we'd seen for the first time and sort of the f- like the baby-faced freshness mm-hmm. of being in the theater yeah. kind of gave me a wide-eyed wonder towards all of them that's nice uh and one of them in particular that made me go Huh, maybe oh, no. is out in theaters now. Oh, no. no, you don't actually mean this. <laughs> I, I, I think you guys might as well go see Twelve Mighty Orphans, which I mean, seems like it, it could be a perfectly good football movie. It's now in a thousand theaters. Uh, it what, had. A, what are the reviews on that? Have you looked? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, let's find out. Uh, it has a per theater average of eight hundred and thirty-one dollars yeah. right now. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking we can get that up to a thousand. Okay. Uh, next weekend, I think I can see another uh, another bump. Let's see. Twelve. I keep wanting to call it twelve angry orphans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As you should. I think it's a wonderful name. Twelve Mighty Orphans uh, has a fifty-eight uh, percent on the old tomato meter, oh. a ninety-seven percent audience score. Of course, which is high. Faith-based. I think. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Uh, let's see. Here's a here's a review. Twelve Mighty Orphans is a feel-good football film. It's just not very good, but at times it is good enough. And like that's kind of what I'm expecting. I don't want to. I don't want to sell this wow. as like the next Remember the Titans. Wow. But like maybe it'll be nice. Sure. Like, uh, um, I don't remember if Invincible or We Are Marshals were any good. I never saw either of them. So I don't know. But yeah, on that kind of tier. Well, I just checked, and AMC theaters are still available to rent out a theater uh, for one to twenty of your uh, f- close friends or family only on the weekends it seems but you can still do it so I looked uh, on uh, one of our theaters near here to see what movies they're offering and I say if you're so inclined if you're not into F9 or which is fine um, rent out a theater and uh, I Scott Pilgrim is there no but I'm instead gonna go with back to the future Okay. Which is an option for you to rent out a theater for 1 to 20 people and uh, watch Back to the Future on a big screen, which is a, a classic, one of the all-time films. Um, and, uh, boy, wouldn't that be fun to see that on the big screen. I think screen. it would be fun. So, yeah, that's my recommendation for this Love week. it. 
All right, plug us up. You can find us at whatsintheboxoffice.com. We are on Twitter at WitBoxOffice. Yeah. That is also our yeah. Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drupy. Yeah. I'm at Brian DeServer. D-A-S-U-R-B-E-R. I was going to do my whole name. Okay. Uh, but then you didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're too busy being my hype man yeah. now. <laughs> uh, standard of hype, man. Well, I'm just someone not not really hype. Just going, yeah. I've gone 29 years with yeah. zero hype, so I'll take what I can get. Yep. Uh, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Spotify. We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher. Uh, you're not. Nobody's seeing movies the past couple weeks, so uh, it's time this week. Time to listen to podcasts. I think uh, to take up that time instead. And we're a podcast. So, you're welcome. Uh, Please big, subscribe. Big, big weekend. F9, the Fast Saga. F9. Already over 200 and some million dollars worldwide. Uh, 250 maybe at this point. Um, we'll see what it does. I'm excited for it. It's my favorite franchise, and uh, I hope people come out to it. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't I don't, I don't. don't want to hold you to this, but uh, quick, quick gut reaction. Over, under 50 million. Over. Okay. I feel the same. My gut reaction is over. Yeah. Uh, it's very exciting. That'll be next week. This has been What's in the Box Office. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. We'll see you next week. And if you feel safe, go see a movie.